0: This is Anna from the Pop Prism Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network.
1: Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous
0: from
2: the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. you are thinking you are people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in
0: under 12 parsecs. There will be no one to stop us this time.
2: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 332 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, to the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
1: I don't know what my power is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, markellis Hey
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
2: You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a ton of news to discuss from the Disney Investor—what the fuck was it called? Disney Investor Meeting Day? I don't know. Whatever it was, it was crazy. And then we've got a full review, finally, <laughs> it seems like it would never happen, of Marvel's The New Mutants. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Mark Helles, how are you this week? I'm good.
0: I'm good, uh, except for going through all of the news that uh, that we're going to be talking about. You know, it, w- it was very exciting as I was watching it, but then as I realized that we're going to be talking about it, I'm like, please stop this is too much. Please stop now.
2: Well, we can skip uh, Mighty Ducks reboot if you want. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> the, that's not the list. That's the one I got circled <laughs> on my list. <laughs> oh, my there's, a, there's a lipstick kiss next to it on the paper. <laughs> Aubrey, how are
1: you? Uh, I'm living a dream. Nothing much to report, I guess. I did all my finals. They were miserable. Yeah, I'm just raising money for bandit surgery. That's all I've been doing making a whole bunch of dream catchers.
2: Are they catching your dreams in them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Slowly, I guess. <laughs>
0: Arby's going to ship out these dream catchers and it's just going to be a picture of Tom Hardy's face in in all of them.
1: (laughs) What is this? (laughs) They'll know when it comes from me.
0: (laughs) Joey, how are you doing, man?
2: Oh man, it's been a week guys. It has been a week. Let me tell you, um, you try to word this correctly so I don't incriminate anything to myself in social media policies at work. Um, at one of my jobs, I was exposed to COVID oh. <laughs> and um, so I had to quarantine and uh, jo- one of my jobs has very strict rules about how it all works. So I had to call them and tell them, hey, you know, I was exposed uh, to co- COVID-19 and they uh, they had a whole paper that they had to go down and ask me all these questions like when, When did you work with the person? When did, how long did you work with the person? How long were you near the person? What day did they test positive? Um, So through all the machinations, they figured out that I needed to get tested on Thursday. Um, And this was on Tuesday afternoon that I found this out. So I was out of work from Tuesday through Saturday. And I I went back to work Saturday night because I tested negative. Uh, I got the results in Saturday morning. So I tested negative and everything's cool. But I got a ton of sleep, I watched a lot of TV, I watched a lot of movies, and I uh, read a lot of books. So it was, it's was it been a weird week. I, I've never felt this untired in my life. Wow. <laughs> this has been a long, as I exist in a perpetual state of tired, working like 60 hours a week between two jobs. And uh, to not be tired, it was very strange. <laughs> I made it halfway through season five of Clone Wars also, though. Holy shit. <laughs> Don't worry, it hasn't gotten any better. But
1: you know. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll watch while I'm on the treadmill now. I've been watching The Mandalorian, so yeah, I'll switch over to Clone Wars.
2: So one hour a week on the treadmill, then? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> exactly.
2: But I also uh, I spent the time to get... I have a bunch of posters I got from Disney Movie Rewards, and they were giving out physical rewards still and I've slowly just been accumulating them and I finally framed a couple of them and hung them up. So my Captain Marvel and my Avengers Endgame posters are up. So that's good.
0: Nice. Yeah, I saw the pictures that's of them, what, dude. They look cool.
2: Yeah, it's, it's great. They're like legitimate like twenty seven by forty like movie theater posters. They're not like ones you get like Spencer's for five ninety nine. So <laughs> these are really nice stuff. So it looks great. And that's what I've been doing for last week, just hanging around, reading uh, bad Star Wars EU novels and watching Clone Wars. And uh, I played some video games. Man, I got to tell you, this this not working life is pretty sweet. And got,
0: <laughs> there you go. I hope you enjoyed I it. I watched <laughs>
2: this week's movie by like Wednesday afternoon. And I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> just got to go around and start licking more doorknobs, I guess. No, God, No. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about us. I'm negative, so no worries to anyone out there. Don't worry about it. We're all good. But uh, enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard podcast.
0: Alright, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find some Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll find our merchandise there. We have a tea Public store. Uh, there's a button that you can click on. It brings you right to our store. We have uh, t-shirts, sweatshirts, some mugs, masks to protect yourself. Uh, all right there in the store with our Soul Wizard logo on it. So definitely do some shopping. Um, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on the website. Click on that Amazon logo, uh, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're in there. Can subscribe. You can find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and YouTube. We have a Patreon page, patreoncom podcast where we uh, you can support the show and get bonus episodes every month. Shout out to all of our fellow podcasting buddies in the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Back to you, Joey.
2: I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. <laughs> well, you know, guys, uh, nothing came out on Netflix this week, so I figured we could just talk about who we're following on TikTok and then take six months off between episodes. That's a- Sounds great. <laughs> That's a great idea. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Oh, wait, there was a bunch of news that came out of the Disney investor meeting. So let's let's do it, Marcellus. I guess we'll have to soldier on. No TikTok talk today.
1: Yo, pump it up. It's time
0: for the news. Yo, we ready to bring you the news. Boy. All right. So when I say there's a long <laughs> list of news, it is ridiculously long. So. I'm I've been trying to figure out how best we can cover all of this cuz I actually am interested in most of this stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm we're going to divide it up into three sections. I'm going to read through everything that was announced for let's say like the Disney Pixar stuff. And uh, you let me know if there's anything in there that uh interests you at all. All right. So uh did we talk about Raya and the Last Dragon or was I not on that episode?
1: We did talk about it.
2: Yeah, we were confused cuz Show Nuff wasn't in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: So uh, there is nothing like n- super big regarding the Disney animation. The dog from uh, Up is getting his own TV show, uh,
2: which c- looks cute. Cars. I'll never won't watch it. But.
0: You know, <laughs> I think the the little trailer they showed was was nice. A lot of this stuff I'm I'm definitely not going to watch. Um, and, and all of this is going to be on Disney Plus. Cars is getting their own TV show. I know people love Cars. Mm, sure. <laughs> Uh, Princess Tiana from the Princess and a Frog. She's getting her own show. Let's see. Uh, Baymax, uh, based on uh, Big Hero Six. Joey, you gotta be excited for that. I know you love Big Hero Six.
2: Oh yeah. It's weird because there was wasn't there Big Big Hero Six the series on like Disney XD or something a couple of years ago. Aubrey, come on, help me out there. Uh, I never watched it. I, I seem to remember there already was a Big Hero Six TV series, but it was really shitty, so I
0: think I remember. This is
2: the actual like Pixar one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I remember that one being like hand drawn, like two D animation, and this one looks like it's going to be CG. Would be cool, right? All right. Uh, Zootopia is getting its own TV show, which is odd. You would think they would just make movies out of that one. Uh, you guys, it's a big, good one. You're a big Zootopia fan, Aubrey.
1: I liked it, except it made me kind of sad. when then Fox gets beaten up for being a fox.
0: Uh, that movie is a lot smarter than a lot of people give it credit for. It's, it, there's, some, there's some heavy themes working in that, that cartoon.
2: Yeah. We liked it. Uh, me and the kids all loved it. Um, it's weird that they didn't make a sequel to it. I wonder if that was like a, a movie that was a hit movie that surprised them because it didn't sound like they were really prepared for that to be as big a success as it was.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last one that I thought was interesting was uh, Moana is getting her own TV show. Which, again, you would think
2: they would make just make sequels to it, but not air something, 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 water. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can remember.
1: <laughs> I think something about a daughter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My grandma is swimming as a manta ray or something. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not in charge of these sequels. <laughs>
0: So I, you know, I actually really like Moana. That was my favorite movie of the year, whenever that came out, whatever year that came out, three years ago. Um, I love that movie.
2: Um, yeah, that was a good movie. Me and the kids both all loved it. So.
0: But the one that I'm really excited for is Lightyear. Uh, they're making a movie – Based on the character that Buzz Lightyear is based on, Uh, you know, if you watch the Toy Story movies, you know, Woody had his own TV show, uh, Woody's Roundup, I think was the name of it. Uh, But they never showed like what the Buzz Lightyear toys came from. And it looks like they're making a movie based that's going to kind of show off that character. And uh, no more Tim Allen. It looks like uh, Captain America himself, Chris Evans, is voicing Lightyear. Uh, What do you guys think of that? Uh, Let's start with Aubrey. It's
1: kind of weird. No, Tim Allen. Tim Allen has been Buzz Lightyear forever. I don't know. Seems suspect.
0: <laughs> I don't follow Tim Allen on uh, social media, but I have a feeling that might have something to do with it. Uh, Joey, help me out. How do you feel about, uh, Chris Evans as a uh, Buzz Lightyear?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I don't care about who's doing the voice I and mean, Chris Evans is great. Um, however you feel about Tim Allen's personal politics. He does a good job as Buzz Lightyear. Uh, I don't understand the concept of this movie. So is this the movie that like, um, what the fuck is the kid's name? And and Andy, Andy would have went to see and then wanted the Buzz Lightyear toy. Or is this a thing that actually happened in Andy's world? And then toys were based on it. So are we like, were there really like space Rangers and aliens in Andy's world?
0: I'm thinking this is the movie that Andy's mom took him to go see that he fell in love with and absolutely had to have the toy once he got out of the movie theater.
2: Okay. That makes a lot more sense to me than being like, yeah, by the way, in the background of Toy Story, there's an actual alien invasion in Space Ranger.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's it. So that's all of the stuff that's coming out for the Disney Pixar animation stuff. That's I think
2: Lightyear is uh, theatrical, though, isn't
0: it? You know, I didn't get like the full details of that when I thought it was just going to be a... Like I couldn't tell if it was a TV show, but I'm I'm sure it's a movie. I assumed it was just going to be on Disney Plus because most of the other stuff they were announcing was on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that one's theatrical, but I'm not sure. So.
0: You might be right. Said so there was another movie, um, uh, Turning Red, about a girl that turns into a red.
2: Uh, <laughs> that looked ridiculous. Panda. <laughs> not in a bad way, though. Not in a bad way. It looked it looked fun and cute, but I mean, my kids are too old for that now, but.
0: Yeah, but that that looks like that one's going to be a theatrical one, too. So, yeah, you're probably right. All right. So, so before we go into the next one, uh, Disney did buy Fox a little while ago. We talked about that before. (laughs) And so, they get to announce some of the Fox deals that are happening, too. And one of the things that they announced was that FX was doing an alien TV show. A TV show based on... The world of Alien, Ridley Scott's Alien. Ridley Scott is attached as an executive producer, but Noah, uh, I forgot his name, his last name. The guy that uh, was responsible for Legion um, and Fargo, he is the one that's going to be responsible for bringing the Alien show to FX. So, uh, Joey, how do you feel about an Alien TV show? I know it doesn't have like a lot of uh, strong legs to stand on at this point, but... Ah
2: doesn't have any legs. <laughs> it's got nubs
0: <laughs> but how do you feel about a, a tv show in the alien world from the guy that brought us legion
2: no oh, i would be very excited if it was david traveling around the galaxy <laughs> teaching people different instruments um, you know he could meet up with a young ellen ripley to teach her the tuba <laughs> <laughs> oh god no um uh, Look, man, I love Alien and Aliens is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I'm still waiting for my promised Alien 3 storyline, which was a war on Earth between the aliens and the Marines. Um, I don't know what it is, man. I think I don't know what it is with the Alien franchise. For some reason, everything they make about it, generally, generally, like there are some things that aren't. But generally, most of the things tend to go. they, They seem to want to pull it towards the first movie. And as far away from the second as possible, with the exception of, like, maybe a video game here or two. But, like, I I don't know, man. Like, I I feel like everybody wanted, you know, the Marines versus the aliens on, like, a huge scale. Like, that was what we were promised. That's what we all wanted. And we still haven't got that yet. And they just keep fucking this franchise up over over and over and over and over again. You know, I would be all down for an anthology series or even just a completely unrelated to everything else storyline with the aliens and just whatever. But, you know, I read the description a little bit of what they released and it's like in the not too distant future, or the not too far future, the alien comes to Earth. Well, that just leads me to think it's going to be like Alien vs. Predator Rectum with the alien running around a sporting goods store. And I don't fucking want that. So, I don't know. I like the creator. I like Legion a lot. Um, I didn't finish it, but I liked what I watched of it. So, I, I'll give it a shot. But, I mean, my expectations are for this to be like a zero out of a hundred. So, even if it's like a five out of a hundred, it would be better than that.
0: I have no desire to watch this show whatsoever. Uh, Aubrey, what about you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll probably watch it. Really? Um I mean, you guys aren't going to really have a choice. I mean, I'll watch episode number one. We'll see. Just like I did with Legion. Watch the first episode and then pretend like I'm going to watch the rest of it and put it on my queue for like ever and then never get around to it.
0: Yeah, they don't have a release date for it. But uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not watching the show. Whatever. Um, All right. So let's get into some Lucasfilm news. Oh, my God. (sighs) Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's good stuff. All right. So we're going to start at the beginning. Uh, So we have a date for The Mandalorian Season 3. Season 2 is just about to finish as we record this. We have one more episode to go for the end of Season 2. Season 3 is going to start on Christmas of 2021. So a year from now, we're going to get into The Mandalorian Season 3. So that's cool that they announced a date for that. Um, We got a trailer for the new animated show, The Bad Batch, uh, which looks like I couldn't figure out what time it was taking place, if it was right after The Clone Wars or during The Clone Wars, but what did you guys think of the trailer of The Bad Batch? Um, Let's go to Aubrey.
1: It looks pretty cool. I'm excited about any news that they have on the Lucas franchise, honestly. I am not disappointed at all by The Mandalorian, so anything that they are now throwing at us, I give hundred
0: percent confidence to all right. all right joy what about you how did you feel about the bad batch
2: i thought the trailer looked really cool but i haven't finished clone wars and i haven't <laughs> even started rebels so i mean who knows I, I don't know what the fuck i'm looking at and i was trying not to look at it too much yeah. in case it was spoilers for <laughs> stuff i haven't watched yet uh so because i am trying to work my way through those two series but i mean it looked really cool for what it was i i, I am very much a fan right now and i know this sounds weird because it's star wars but as far away as we can get from uh, jedi and like the main storyline no perfect so you know mercenaries uh groups of uh, clone troopers grunts in the war whatever that's all that's everything i want to see so it looked cool we'll, we'll see where, what it comes into i mean the animation looked a lot better than clone wars even though it's the same style so yep. it's not like it could be much worse so
0: I did like seeing characters from the Mandalorian pop up in there that I thought was pretty cool. So yeah, so yeah, that looks pretty cool. So we also also got a look at the new TV show Andor uh, based on Cassian Andor, uh, the lead character from Rogue One. Uh, what did you guys think of that Andor footage uh, in the TV show? Let's go back
2: to Joey. That's a weird one because I am not a big fan of prequels and not just Star Wars prequels, but like any prequels where you already know the fates of the characters. It really puts a damper on it because we know that no matter what happens in the show, he's got to make it to the beginning of Rogue One. (laughs) So um, it's going to come down to the characters around him in the story. Uh, But again, I I am all in for uh, espionage, uh, you know, James Bond uh, born identity type show set in Star Wars with uh, rebel characters and all that good stuff. So, I mean, everything I saw looked really cool. I just per- – on a personal level, I just don't like uh, prequel E type stuff because, like I said, you already know what's going to happen to them unless <laughs> – Unless they they open the series or close the series with him somehow surviving a uh, Death Star blast on the planet <laughs> that he was on, so uh, maybe you know he could be floating around in a rock out there in space. We've seen worse. We never, you know, what we never saw a body and a doctor never came over and pronounced him dead. So
0: that's true. It starts off with him on a rock and it just says the dead speak.
2: That's right. <laughs> you know what? If I got to hold uh, Jen Erso tight and smell her hair at the end, I- I'd be okay with it. You
0: know? <laughs> All right, Aubrey, how about you? How do you feel about? The Andor TV show that they showed.
1: I love prequels. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved Rogue One. So I, if it is like Rogue One, 100 hands down, I'm all for it. I don't even care that all the characters died in Rogue One. I loved that. I thought that that was just it. Added to the the like the hype. It added to the climax of the movie. It just amped up the action tenfold. You're like, yeah, I know these people are going to die. How are they going to do it? Because they're kicking ass right now. And I, So Rogue One is probably one of my favorite Star Wars side movies thus far. So I'm all for it, and I can't wait to see it. If it's anything like Rogue One, count me in. Yeah,
0: it's going to be helmed by the guy that took over Rogue One from um, Gareth uh, Edwards, so... It is gonna have that espionage theme to it, and uh, yeah, Joey. If you don't like prequels, this is the wrong franchise for you, my friend. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry.
2: All right. I don't care about stuff being set before the movies that have come out. I just don't want to watch like teenage Kylo Ren movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so God, we we are never gonna get through all of this. So, all right, so I'm just gonna group everything together. So, other TV shows that they announced: Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, before I jump forward from move forward from this one, they did announce this before. But one of the things that they did announce was Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about the original OG Anakin coming back? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boo. Okay, all right, Joey. What about you, dude? I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, like, I'm, and this is complete contradiction of what i just said but (laughs) like i'm interested to see what they're going to do with the show uh like you said earlier aubrey you know they've earned a lot of goodwill for this stuff with the mandalorian so i'm kind of almost sitting back and just being like all right you know show me what you got um i I, am interested to see him interacting with anakin again um how they're going to pull it off is he going to be a force ghost is he going to be um himself as darth vader is it a flashback to before he became darth vader that that's where like the crux of it is for me is how are they going to do this and what are they going to do they're clearly uh, stated they were going to fight again so i don't know how that's going to happen or work but fuck it i mean you know they've earned the right with the mandalorian to do this so let's 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 do it let's see what it's got i'm interested to see obi-wan again really to be honest with you as much as i don't want to see a prequel so
0: yeah i mean technically they could fight again there's nothing that says that the last time they fought in Episode Three was the last time that they fought before Episode Four. So technically, they could have another fight halfway through, you know, at the ten-year mark, um, and it could be like that kick-ass Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan remake footage that someone made, that fan film that they made, where the the fight was a lot faster, more intense. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited about that. I like I like Hayden Christensen. I think he I think he did a good job as Anakin. I, I want to see him back. Um, so the other shows that they announced was. The Ahsoka TV show, which surprised the hell out of me, Uh, another show called Rangers of the New Republic, which will take place at the same time as Ahsoka and The Mandalorian. And they will all culminate into one big story event. And the other show that they announced was a Lando show. Though they didn't say if it was live action or animated, uh, but the creator of the TV show and movie Dear White People is uh, headlining that or producing that. Uh, So what do you guys think of those shows Let's go back to Joey.
2: I'm all in on all this stuff, even though I am not the biggest Ahsoka fan. Um, and that's just because I, I don't I, – I'm waiting for the Clone Wars to show me why I should be so excited about this character and I haven't seen it yet. Um, I did like her on The Mandalorian though, so you know that's cool. Um, I don't know what this New Republic show is. If it's uh, Cara Dune or related to that, that's great. Uh, she's hot, so get her in as much as possible. And yeah, I just – Again, they, they've earned the right. They've earned the right with Mandalorian to, to do all this stuff. So hopefully this isn't stretching them too thin. And these are going to be good shows. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Are we, any of
0: those shows jump out to you at all? Any of those excite you?
1: Um, I mean, they're cool. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see this. Orlando's show is probably going to be the coolest one out of all of them, honestly. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know what Rangers of the New Republic is. I'm hoping it's not. Kara Dune and something totally different but the title of it sounds badass and uh yeah I still can't believe they're making an Ahsoka show like four weeks ago we had no idea if even Rosario Dawson was gonna actually be Ahsoka and now not only does she perform the character she's getting her own show man it's crazy uh and then one of the last things is it looks like we're getting a looks like we're getting a brand new big fat movie uh December 23rd 2023 Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins is directing Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Uh, Not a lot of details on this one. Don't know when it's going to take place, whether it's um post episode nine. Oh, so it's like all new. Yep. Boo, Buddhist man. So Star Wars Rogue Squadron coming out in three years. Joey, since you already got the floor, dude, what do you think of Star Wars Rogue Squadron?
2: Oh, man, dude, I was like in tears. I was so happy. (laughs) I love these TV shows, but man, Star Wars is made for the movie theater. And uh, Rogue Squadron is one of my favorite EU things. I loved all the books, the comics, everything. Oh, God, those are great, great, great stories. And, you know, I was just really excited for something different, man. Something different. You know, this is going to be crazy. And I was not sold on Patty Jenkins (laughs) as the director because, as we all know, I don't really like Wonder Woman all that much and think it was that great but uh she posted a video on her uh twitter talking about why she wanted to make the movie and i gotta tell you man it fucking sold me so (laughs) i'm all in i'm all in just give me it now put it in my veins (laughs) let's go (laughs) i hope covid's done we can go back to the fucking movies in a few years and i will be there day one with my kids to watch this movie so
0: nice nice all right arby what about you how do you feel about the director of wonder woman handling a star wars movie
1: I liked Wonder Woman, so... <laughs> no, we know. We know. We're well
2: aware.
1: <laughs> I am super excited about a Rogue Squadron movie, though. I think this is a fantastic idea. I kind of wish it was um, in a different time period than after Episode nine. Um I think there would have been more action to it had you put it somewhere else. Uh, but, I mean, this is... This is amazing. I think it's going to be fantastic. I think you're also going to see an increase in people signing up for the Air Force, but (laughs) it's going to be the rogue squadron effect.
2: Hey man, if I was like 16 and I saw that fucking space force commercial, I would have been down the recruiting office the next fucking day. (laughs) (laughs) When that fucking voice is like, Maybe your destiny doesn't belong on Earth. It's in the stars. <laughs> it's like, sign me sign me the fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my X-Wing. Let's go. <laughs> All
0: right. So the last bit of Lucasfilm news was that uh, something that they announced before, but they kind of made it official again. Indiana Jones 5. Uh, that's coming out July of 2022. Harrison Ford is back. Uh, James Mangold, the director of Logan, is directing. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. You guys have any thoughts on Indiana Jones 5?
2: No. Don't suck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why do we keep going (laughs) with franchises that should have ended?
2: As
0: long as they make it better than the last one, that's all that matters. That's all I can care about. All right, so let's get into the Marvel news. Oh, God. This is going to be a five-hour episode. Marvel has released uh, a lot of the upcoming dates. For the things that they have coming out. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but WandaVision is coming out January 15th and they dropped a new trailer. What did you guys think of that new footage of the WandaVision trailer? Or did you watch it actually, Joey?
2: I watched it on the stream, but I have not watched it a second time because again, I don't want to see that much right. from it. Um uh, this could be Elizabeth Olsen reading the fucking phone book and I'd watch it to be quite honest with you. So I'm all in on the show. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Aubrey, were you impressed with the footage you saw for WandaVision?
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I just feel like it keeps getting pushed back somehow.
0: Well, they gave it an official date, official poster. So uh, we will have it January 15th. Um, And Elizabeth Olsen, as uh, Kevin Feige said, is in London right now on the set of Doctor Strange. So the story will tie directly into Doctor Strange. Um we also got our finally first like real footage of the Falcon and winter Soldier, which is also coming out uh twenty twenty one March nineteenth What did you guys think of this footage? Holy shit um Aubrey
1: I mean everything looked great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to be disappointed with anything that Marvel shows um, because they have such a good track record that I can't, I can't even watch anything and think, oh, that looks like it's going to be crap. Because, like, oh, it may look like it's going to be bad right now, but I'm sure it's going to be fantastic once they actually show more footage.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Joy, what about you? What did you think of that full footage of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier?
2: Yeah. Looks great. I am super excited. Um, I'm, you know, just as I was before. This The show's going to be great. I love Falcon. I love Winter Soldier. Um, Baron Zemo is going to get his purple mask. This is exciting stuff. Uh, U.S. Agent. These are all crazy. Uh, these are some crazy uh, deep cut characters. That you, you God. Just think back to being a kid and it's just like, you'd be lucky if you got a good Spider-Man movie. <laughs> now, we're, now we're talking about Baron Zemo in a purple mask. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks this is fun. Great. I have been ready for this for a while. I was hoping it was coming out in August, but here we are. Um, so yeah, just get, put it in my veins, man. Put it in my fucking veins. Uh, so
0: March 19th, it comes out six episodes. Uh, they said it's a pretty much a six episode movie and it looks it, it looks badass. Very exciting. Um, they announced a date for Black Widow May 7th in theaters. So uh, that's officially back on the dock. Uh, we got our first look at some actual footage from Loki Uh, that's coming out May, 2021. uh, And that's going to be on Disney plus. What did you guys think of the Loki footage? Uh, Let's go back to Aubrey.
1: Loki's probably the only person that I'm not like super, super excited about Mm -hmm. just because I feel like he is a overhyped character. Um, Like, I think I feel like people almost like Harley Quinn, like people are just going after him for the appeal and it, there's nothing really too fascinating about his character. So, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, but it's just not. It's going to be almost like Thor, where it's something that I didn't really care about too much, except for Ragnarok. Then I was super excited about Ragnarok. But the, Thor 1 and 2, I didn't really care too much about. So I feel like it's going to be like that.
0: it's hmm. interesting. All right. Joy, what about you, man? How do you How do you feel about that Loki footage they showed?
2: Oh, I'm excited about it. I think out of the three TV shows that we know the most about right now, this is one I'm probably the least excited about. Mm-hmm. And that's like saying, okay, it's an eight out of 10 instead of an 11 out of 10. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. I'm not really sure what they're going to do. They haven't shown much. I know it's going to be, you know, him dealing with the time variance authority. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, I love Tom Hiddleston as Loki. So, I mean, this is going to be great. Let's, let's be honest here. This is going to be great. It's just, uh, you know, out of the three – that are coming right away. This is probably the least excited one I am just cause I can't really figure out how this ties into everything else. So, you know, Falcon winter soldier, I'm excited to see them wrap up, you know, Sam becoming captain America, you know, using the shield. I'm excited for WandaVision is going to start the you know multiverse stuff, but like, where does this fit in? What is this doing? How does this work? I don't know. So that's a little more less exciting for me, but I mean, less exciting, but like, I don't know. Good. It's like in a hand job instead of a blow job, I guess. You know?
0: Jesus. <laughs> so uh yeah so that's may 2021 crime thriller loki i'm i'm pretty excited about it. i think it looks pretty badass uh right so then after that in july we got shang chi and the legend of the ten rings that's july 9th uh eternals we got that coming out november 5th uh december a year from now we got the third spider-man movie and that one is going to connect to dr strange also um nothing official on that one uh they you know we're just waiting for them to like officially announce that the other spider-men are going to be in it but uh, yeah i think it's going to be cool i have no idea what they're doing but i think it's going to be cool uh we also got a trailer for the what if cartoon uh we saw some still images before but we actually got some footage of what the animation is going to look like and um yeah i think it looks amazing i think it looks amazing what did you guys think of that footage for uh the what if animated show joey
2: that was always a really cool comic um, back in the day, in the '90s, '80s, um, with all the different twists and stuff they would do on storylines. Like, you know, even just seeing what they're doing in the animation, and they've got Marvel Zombies in there. Uh, Peggy Carter as Captain America, uh, T'Chaka, or maybe if it's T'Challa or T'Chaka, I'm not sure which one it is, uh, as uh, Star Lord, <laughs> which I think that was the first time we saw that. So that that's interesting. I think it's T'Challa, actually. I think that might be uh, Chadwick Boseman's last role.
0: Right. Exactly. Know?
2: I know he did the voice for something in What If, so I just don't know what. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it looks fun. Obviously, it's not connected really to the MCU proper, but we get our first look at The Watcher. And, uh, yeah, it's just exciting stuff, man. It's cool stuff. Uh, I, I enjoy it. Those were always fun comics back in the day. And these will be cool episodes to watch without feeling the crush of like, oh, my God, I have to watch this before I watch this, before I watch this, <laughs> before I watch this. So.
0: Arby, were you impressed with the footage at all for the uh, What If animated show?
1: I mean it's cool it's a cool concept I think the only issue that I have with it is that I feel like you don't get attached to anybody in it I mean they're characters that you see but it's just it's like you I don't know if you just would get you wouldn't feel anything towards the storyline it's it's almost like you're just reading something and you're like oh that'd be really cool if it happened but there's no feeling towards it so I don't know if it's actually going to be able to stick or if it's just going to be this really funny short thing that happens.
0: And we'll see. I think the the way that they're going to design the stories is that they'll get you invested just for that story. You know, whatever, however long it is, if it's a half an hour, just for that half an hour, you'll really care about the characters in a situation. And then next week, you'll it'll be something else. So you don't have to, it doesn't have to tie you down to anything. But the animation looks amazing. I think it looks really, really cool. Uh, okay, so then... After that, uh, a few of the TV shows, we got Miss Marvel. They introduced the actress that is going to be playing Miss Marvel and then notated that she will also be co-starring in Captain Marvel 2, which uh, that's a big move. You know, it's something that Kevin Feige kind of dreamed about before as something that might be possible, but it looks like they're actually going to do it. Characters are going to start off in the TV shows and then work their way up to the big leagues in the theaters. And then the next one was Doctor Strange in a Multiverse of Madness. We're getting that March. Of 2022. And that one's going to introduce uh, another character, America Chavez, who was a Latina superhero from what I can remember. Joey, do you know anything about America Chavez?
2: Yeah, uh, she is from another dimension, shockingly enough. (laughs) And uh, that's a really cool character in Ultimates and uh, Young Avengers. Um, unfortunately for the character, start in what is possibly the worst comic book published in the 21st century, which was their own solo title. Um, We can talk about that some other time, but uh, so don't read that. (laughs) But check her out in Young Avengers or Ultimates. Really cool, really fun character, and I'm super excited to see them on the big screen. So,
0: all right, and we also got an announcement from Thor: Love and Thunder. That's coming out May 26, 2022. Christian Bale is the villain. Of the movie, which they kind of rumored before, but now it's official. Aubrey, how do you feel about ex-Batman being a villain in the next Thor movie?
1: Christian Bale is always going to be my Batman, so it's going to be really weird. Um, but he's a great actor, so I think he's going to do a great job. And I know it's the same—it's the same director as Ragnarok, right? That's right. Yeah, so I think it'll be good.
0: Swear to me. <laughs> So after that, we have Black Panther 2. It's coming out July 8th, 2022. Uh, They did announce that they are not recasting the role of T'Challa. They haven't haven't said what they're going to do with the role, but they just said Ryan Coogler is working hard on it, but they have a date for it, July 8th, 2022. How do you guys feel about them not recasting T'Challa?
2: Let's go to Joey. That's a big can of worms. Um, I mean, we could talk about this for hours. I, I don't I don't really know how to feel about it. I think, like, I understand why they don't want to do it. I think the it's still too raw. It's still too close. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see somebody else, and I don't think any actor would want to do it either. I mean, I'm sure you could find somebody. Obviously, anybody will do anything for money, but... Um, I don't think anybody would want to step up on stage and be like, I am black Panther and you're not really, (laughs) Mm. you know, like that's a really tough one to call. But I also feel like it it sucks because I know a lot of people were really invested in the character and they really loved seeing him on the screen and blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of bigger than just the actor. You know, you can, you know, there's been multiple supermans or multiple Batmans, but then again, it's not like Ben Affleck died, (laughs) you know, like, it's such a weird, weird, weird thing to do. I have no idea what I want them to do. Right now, if you ask me right this second, I don't want them to recast. But maybe if it's six years from now, maybe I'd be like, oh man, I really wish Black Panther would come back. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: All right,
0: Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about them not recasting T'Challa? Uh,
1: like Joey said, I can understand why they're not doing it at this moment. Um, I don't think anybody would respond well to them doing it right now. I think uh, delaying it, is is best. So I do think that they're doing something a little bit smart. They're still trying to like build the world and not delay it so long that you get detached from the story. So it's gonna be I read that um Sheree is going to be having more of a forefront, um, but who knows how truthful that is. But I mean I do think that there there is some room for them to move around a little bit until it's not so horrible to recast. Mm-hmm. If they even decide to recast, you know, they can, they've done great things with CG these days. so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of like you, I, I don't really know what I want out of it. Uh, obviously everybody loves Chadwick Boseman and he was amazing as T'Challa. And I would definitely want, you know, I definitely would not want to see, like someone else try to be him right now because it is a little too soon. But then on the other hand, there's a Spider-Man movie where we're possibly going to have three Spider-Men in one movie. So, you know, if they can get three Spider-Man, we should be able to get multiple Black Panthers uh, or at least hopefully have a, a, enough popularity in this franchise that there will be a time where we can do a, a Spider-Verse where there's all Black Panthers, where there's multiple people get to play Black Panther. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that, that John David Washington, if they were going to recast him, I think I kind of like him. I kind of I kind of would like to see him as uh, T'Challa because he kicked ass in Tenet. So I think I would kind of like to see him if they were going to do it.
2: You're going to pull him out of the multiverse and it'll be Ryan Gosling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then that would be it. The world will just explode and then we'll get no more movies. explode. <laughs> All right. So then, so after uh, Black Panther comes out in July, Captain Marvel 2 is going to be hitting theaters November 11th, 2022. He's still my heart. (laughs) As I mentioned, uh, Brie Larson will be back as the lead. uh, Nia DaCosta uh, will be directing, and she's been amazing on Twitter. If you're not following her on Twitter, she's been throwing up some crazy stuff about Captain Marvel. And as we mentioned before, Miss Marvel will be co starring in the movie, and. and uh, Monica Rambo from her introduction in WandaVision is going to be in the movie too. So we're going to have a whole bunch of female Captain Marvels in this movie. Very excited about that. <laughs> and then we have a, a title for Ant Man and a Wasp uh, Ant Man and a Wasp 3 Quantum Mania. Uh, and uh, speaking of recasting, uh, they're like, fuck whoever played his daughter in the last movie. We're getting someone new. For Scott Lang's daughter, for Cassie Lang, uh, Catherine Newton, who we just talked about in uh, Freaky, is going to be taking over the role of Cassie Lang. Joey, talk to me, dude. How do you feel about this recasting?
2: I feel like I willed it into existence. Uh, I really like her a lot. I think she was great in Detective Pikachu. I think she was fucking great in Freaky, obviously, as we talked about last week. And I think she's uh, kind of hot. So uh, bring it
0: on. Aubrey, what about you?
1: Um, I like her, but I don't see why they're recasting.
0: You thought the other girl did a good job—the
2: girl at the end of uh, Endgame.
1: Yeah, I didn't think that she was bad at all. So I don't—I don't even see why they were replacing her.
2: Well, if you want the uh, you know speculation, uh, Ant Man's daughter becomes stature, who's a member of the Young Avengers, and they're not going to use some like actress that's not that great when they can get a hot young um, up-and-coming starlet to take the role. So
0: exactly. That's what, That's exactly what I was thinking. If um, they're introducing Miss Marvel, they're introducing America Chavez, uh, we see uh, Kate Bishop, pictures of Kate Bishop on the Hawkeye show, and they cast a new girl to play Ant-Man's daughter, you'd know they're making a new Avengers-like movie, or a Young Avengers movie.
2: It, we've seen Wiccan and Speed as infants in the WandaVision trailer, so...
0: There's a Young Avengers movie coming. They're just putting the pieces together, so... Yeah, it's sad that that girl loses the part, but, you know, (laughs) it just goes to show that Marvel is not afraid to recast if they really want to. Ryan
2: Gosling sitting
0: by the phone right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then uh, the other announcements that they made, uh, Tatiana Maslany, is definitely going to be She-Hulk. I know there was some confusion about that, but uh, she signed a contract, so that's good. We're all excited about that. Yes. Oh, yeah, yep all right. um an announcement that they made for a TV show was secret invasion Samuel L Jackson and Ben middle is gonna be uh, returning is Nick Fury and uh Talos the scroll. Uh, this one's gonna be a handful of scrolls that uh, go rogue and have infiltrated the MCU. Joey, how do you feel about a secret invasion TV show?
2: Uh, it could be interesting. It's hard to get super excited without a lot of details um but you know, it could be a, an easy way to bring back characters that have died or, you know, make them a little different when we see them for the first time. So, you know, like maybe characters that have been on Netflix or something before and now we have the rights back. Yeah.
0: It also gives them an excuse to kill people in other TV shows <laughs> if they could bring them back in this one.
2: Well, that was the first like big salvo of the crossover in the comics was that Spider-Woman died and it was a big deal. Like, oh, my God. Uh, and then in the epilogue. that she was on the fucking slab in the corners office and she had reverted to a scroll. So, um, it was a big, Oh, 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 oh shocker type thing. But so, yeah, I mean, they can do some really cool fun stuff with it. I, I don't want it to take over the whole fucking like movies and everything, but like as a self-contained show with those two who were both really fun. And, uh, Captain Marvel together. Uh, I'm all in. Yeah.
0: Aubrey, what about you? Are you familiar with the secret invasion storyline at all?
1: I have the comics. I just haven't read them. <laughs> been sitting in my closet since I bought them um, so I don't know too much about the storyline I, I don't know Alright,
0: okay uh, We're also getting a Ironheart TV show uh, with Riri Williams They already casted the actress for that and we're getting an Armor Wars TV show with Don Cheeto back as Rhodey Aubrey, any of those storylines pique your, your interest at all? Not really <laughs> Hey Joey, what about you, dude?
2: Um, I've never read a single comic with uh, Riri Williams slash Ironheart in them, so I have zero like interest, or you know, other than it being an MCU thing. I don't really care about that. The same, I feel it's almost the same way as I feel about Miss Marvel. I mean, it's like a teenage hero; it's for girls. It's not really for me, but I'll watch it. Um, hopefully, it'll be. It could be as good as something like Star Girl, or, uh, or along that level. Um, probably better because it's by Marvel, not CW. But. Um, Armor Wars, uh, I'm super excited for, and that's more of like a deep dive for comic fans, but that's an absolutely fucking classic uh, Iron Man storyline from the 80s when I was growing up and first reading comics. So, oh, good Lord. That was probably the announcement of Marvel's thing for me. I'm fucking excited. Um that's where, well, in the comics, it was Tony, but it'll be Rody this time, um, going around and all different uh, armored villains and villains that use tech and stuff have been s- using stolen Stark technology. So he's, he's trying to get it back. And it should be pretty cool. There's a lot of cool different villains and, and things they can pull in from that. Who knows? You know, Maybe we get Justin Hammer back in this or even get to see Whiplash again. I'm sure Mickey <laughs> Rourke could use a check. I want my bird. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll get the
0: bird. You Yeah. Know? Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Ironheart and Armor Wars. I'm excited for both of those. Actually, seems like they're going to be cool. And then the last bit of news. The this is the thing that uh, excited me is that they officially announced that they are starting production on a Fantastic Four movie, and they announced the director, the director of the past two Spider-Man movies, John Watts. Uh, he will be headlining the Fantastic Four movie, and I think that's a great choice uh, because the Spider-Man movies are Sony. This kind of gets him into the MCU umbrella officially, and he's shown that he had a deft touch when it comes to um, fun and comedy and super and superheroics with the Spider-Man movies. So I think this is a great choice. Um, Joey, what do you feel about uh, the director of the Spider-Man movies doing Fantastic Four?
2: Well, I know you said it's a great choice. It's a really unsexy choice to me. <laughs> I have zero feeling about it either way. Like, okay, cool. I mean, I I loved those Spider-Man movies. So, obviously, he can handle a big budget production. He can handle a superhero movie well. Like, I have zero concern, but I'm not also like – it's not like they announced Quentin Tarantino was directing it or something. So, I'm not like blown away out of my seat. I'm just excited to see what they're going to do, and I'm excited to see who they're going to cast. So,
0: All right, Aubrey, how do you feel about this director, the guy that did the Spider-Man movies doing Fantastic Four?
1: Honestly, there's not much more you can do to this series to ruin it. So whatever, bring it on. We'll see if it's good. I don't know.
0: Well, I have faith in him. He's worked under Marvel for a while. He knows what they want. And uh, he'll be able to offer a more direct vision than the past two directors, I think. So, yeah, very excited for that. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's all of the announcements from the Disney shareholders meeting. God, that's a lot. <laughs> you can't wait to do it again in a year and a half.
2: All right. Whew, good Lord. That's a lot of news. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can pretty much look forward to us covering almost every single thing that was talked about <laughs> in the last uh, segment <laughs> on the show. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back, and we are going to review New Mutants.
0: Want to know things about video games? How about consumer-oriented reviews, honest opinions, hot takes, and predictions? Well, you're listening to the right ad. Introducing the Lit Gaming Arena Podcast,
2: Season Two. We bring you two episodes every week. Terminal News, which focuses on all the latest gaming news you'll ever need, and the LGA Cast, where we talk
0: about all the games we're playing and the gaming industry in general, and we do not hold back any punches. We also have the occasional wacky guest, so don't miss out. Subscribe to
1: us today. You can find us on our website, lga.gg, and on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. Again,
0: that's the Lit Gaming Arena podcast at lga.gg.
2: And we are back. All right, guys, it's been a long time. We've been waiting to review New Mutants, the last 20th Century Fox X-Men movie. Uh, long journey to the silver screen, but here it is finally. We didn't go see it in the theater. We waited until it hit video slash on demand, and we decided to check it out. We all had a chance to watch it. Aubrey, tell us what New Mutants is all about.
1: Five teenage mutants, Mirage, Wolfsbane, Cannonball, Sunspot, and Magic undergo treatments at a secret institution that will cure them of their dangerous powers. Invited by Dr. Cecilia Reyes to share their stories, their memories soon turn into terrifying realities as they start to question why they are being held and who is trying to destroy them.
2: All right. So like I said, we all had a chance to watch it. We're going to give some non-spoiler impressions, and Mark Ellis will drop the drop, and then we will spoil New Mutants. But to start, what did you think of the movie, Mark Ellis?
0: You know, I watched it before, and you know, I I had my opinion on it, and then I listened to a few other podcasts whose opinions I respect. One show really, really liked it and pointed out things that I didn't know about it. The other show hated it. And I really enjoyed that. So I watched it again, and it plays a lot better the second time. So I thought it was okay, not good, just okay. All right,
2: uh, Aubrey, how about you?
1: I agree. It's it's just okay. It's not horrendous. It's not good by any means. It's just okay.
2: All right, well, I will definitely echo what both of you guys just said. It's very much a uh, it's a wet fart of a movie. I got to tell you, like after all this, after the movie pushed back a million times and they were going to recut it, and they didn't recut it, they were going to film pickups, they didn't do pickups, it got edited, it got re-edited, it, you know, it got pushed back, it got pushed forward, it got moved around the schedule five times, and then it finally comes out, and it's just kind of, duh, duh. Eh. And there's some there's some stuff to enjoy and and there's some stuff that is really stupid, uh, and but there's not neither goes heavy on either side of the scale so the scale just kind of stays in the middle there and it's just kind of blah for the majority of it. Um, let's just spoil it. There's not really any way to talk about this without spoiling it, but so that's kind of our first impressions for you. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and uh, check it out and come back. But here's the drop and let's spoil New Mutants. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, so let's start with things that we liked. Aubrey, was there anything that you liked in this movie? Anything that worked great for you?
1: Um, I do like certain elements of it. I like I I love X-Men and so it it's really tough for me to not feel a little bit biased in in like this because it's from the X-Men franchise. Um, so I do like that element of it, where they're they're mutants and they have superpowers, and they're actually like dangerous mutants, so they're held in a different institution. Um, I like the reference to Mister Sinister; that was really cool because you don't hear of him often in the X Men franchises. I liked the. Darkness of it. I think a lot of the X Men movies have played it really safe, with the exception of Logan. So I did like the grittiness of it in in that. Um, I'd say that's about it.
2: Any of the uh, actors or characters that you were into? Or?
1: Nope, I didn't like any of them. I liked I like Magic's powers. I think those are really freaking cool. Um, but that's it.
2: All right.
0: Uh Marcellus, how about you? Yeah, you know, um I did like all of the actors except for one, the doctor. I just didn't like her at all or they didn't <laughs> they didn't write her that well, I think. I I liked her, but I, they didn't write her character that well. I did like the actors. I liked some of the scenes. I liked pretty much Magic's story. I thought she had the most compelling story out of all of them, and there was some real um real dramatic stuff that happened in there that seemed like, like I could watch, a I feel like I could watch a magic movie or a little bit more story involving magic than I would any of the other characters. And there was a couple of scenes that I liked. I like kind of like the, the idea of putting them together in this one kind of building and making it like a haunted house, but making it like the breakfast club in a haunted house. I did kind of like that attempt at it. And the, and the the runtime, it was nice and short. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of scenes that I liked, but yeah, mostly it's the the performances by the by the kids.
2: All right, all right. Well, you know, for me, obviously, we've talked about this before in the show. Magic is my favorite uh, X Men character, and I love Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, she knocked it out of the park. It's fucking magic. She's perfect. She's fucking like. Comic book perfect in this movie. Uh, couldn't ask for more. That was, that was that was great. I loved it. Loved every second she was on screen. Um, I loved the way her powers looked with the special effects. Everything is perfect. Mwah! Perfect. Um, unfortunately, the rest of the movie exists. But uh, I did like when they fought the bear at the end. I thought the, that looked cool too. I think that I thought that was cool. I mean, it was stupid, <laughs> but it was cool. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> So let's go into things we didn't like. Markellis, what didn't you like about New Mutants?
0: All right. So if you're going to make a low-budget superhero movie or a low-budget comic book-based movie, if you're not going to have a lot of you know whiz-bang special effects and huge action scenes, you got to have a really tight script, I, I believe. That's, that's my, it's my belief. And I don't think the script was as solid as I would have enjoyed it to be for that setting. Uh I did not like the fact that there was no one else there in that hospital, like
2: <laughs> I was gonna bring that up and it was my turn like w- there's no other patients in the entire there's hospital. there's
0: no orderlies, there's no doctors there's no one to cook the food, there's no one to wash the clothes like it's the kids that's doing all of that, and I'm sure there's a reason for it, and maybe I'm just too dumb to to get it, but it just that annoyed the hell out of me and there's a point where Danny goes. Is there anyone else here? <laughs> it's a magic. And she just ignores her. Um, and it, it was really weird that they, they would have these conversations as if they haven't been there for a long time. Even though they never really establish how long they've been there for. But you have scenes where they run up to the attic and go, oh, we're going to go and do the attic thing. Like they've spent some time in this hospital. But then they'll have scenes where they're just getting to know each other. Like they didn't have any of those conversations before. Like they didn't, they didn't know how each other found themselves in that hospital like in any of the meetings that they had with the doctor or any other just regular conversations like that never came up until just now that didn't sit right with me at all. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I It just didn't, the script just was not tight enough for me.
2: All right. Aubrey, how about you?
1: There's no consistency in, in the script at all. Um, like you don't really know, they talk about Professor Xavier, but they don't really talk about what time period this is and it seems to flip back and forth like it should be an older set movie, but then it's also like they have cell phones and know about Doctor Phil and stuff, so it's really hard to judge what time period this movie is supposed to take place in. I didn't I didn't like the acting. At all in this movie. And I really wanted to. I really wanted to like Maisie Williams. And. um, What's his face from Stranger Things. And I really. Wanted to. To like all of them. But I just didn't. I don't like fake accents. Especially if you can tell that it's fake. So the Scottish accent. Maisie Williams did a pretty good job. But I still knew that she's not Scottish. And it. It wasn't authentic again dude from stranger things and his weird kentucky accent like it sounded like he should have had a mouthful of chewing tobacco like it, it just <laughs> i
0: i it was, lo- i loved his accent i thought yeah it was um, completely extreme but i still loved it
1: it's so like backwoods Hick redneck kind of southern accent yep. that I feel like it does an injustice to people from Kentucky because I don't <laughs> think that they all sound like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that they all sound like they have chewing tobacco in their mouth. It just, I didn't like it. Um, so like I had issues with the, the, those parts of it. I didn't really buy the love story between, um, Danny and uh, Rain, like I know, there's some sort of connection in the comics and everything, but I just the it didn't have enough uh, foundation to it to really take off. It just was like super sudden and felt kind of forced. And so there was just like the those issues that like the decisions that they made for this movie just weren't the right ones
2: all right well for me i thought the movie was excruciatingly boring um it just nothing happened really in the movie until finally something happened and it was the movie was over (laughs) um you're right the guy from stranger things accent was hellaciously bad like he was god awful in this movie um I just I just felt nothing like watching this movie. I felt literally nothing for like 90 percent of the screen time. Um, if uh, Magic wasn't on the screen, I didn't really care about anything that was happening in the movie, even when she was on the screen, other than it being cool that she was almost comic perfect. Like that was it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There's there's nothing here, man. I, I just like, like you said, Mark, there's no one else in the hospital. It makes no sense. Um, it's edited weird. So it almost feels like the movie doesn't make any sense, like uh, like logically. Like there's scenes where people are places where they weren't before, or they shouldn't be, based on the scene before. <laughs> there's weird framing things where someone's watching a, a video camera. <laughs> oh God! There's a scene where the uh, doctor is typing on a, on a computer, and then a message comes through that's like kill. Who is she supposed to kill? Uh, Danny. It's like kill Danny Moonstar. But her reaction is not like that's what she read. Mm-hmm. It's like she's just sitting there. So it's clearly cut weird. Like there's a lot of weird cuts in the movie and to get it below 90 minutes, I'm sure. And uh, it's just not good. It's just boring. Like the, the the kernel of the idea of a different type of superhero movie, like let's do a haunted house type movie or whatever. That's great. But like you have to be able to pull it off. And this did not do that in any way, shape or form. How much of that is this own movie's fault? How much of that is, you know, Fox had it, meddled in it, sold it to Disney who had nothing to do with it and let it sit on the shelf for two years? I don't know. But I can only judge what's in front of me. And I just thought it was excruciatingly boring up until the final fight with the bear, which was stupid anyway. Um, at least it was a cool fight and then it's over and then that's it. That's the, They're like, you know, the closest town's uh, 20 miles away. hmm Alright, let's start walking. Do you know how fucking far twenty miles is? That's not like a walk down the street. Like they're gonna be walking for a while. Like New Mutants 2 is just gonna be them walking for the whole movie. So yeah, why
0: doesn't um yeah, I hate- why doesn't what's his name just like blast off twenty miles in that direction? The guy that was like flying
2: Why don't he just fly up in the air and look <laughs> and see what's going on around the area? Yeah. I mean I understood when there was like a force field dome over the, the place but like once it's gone like why is not he just fly up in the air and look around
0: I'd be like bye bitches bye bitches
2: <laughs> yeah this movie sucked um but it's not like a terrible suck like it's not like um i'm like oh jesus is the worst shit i've seen all year it's just like ugh, it's just kind of there ugh. so i don't know blah Let's give it a score. Let's uh let's get a score from you guys. 0 to 5, 5 being the best, 0 being the worst. New Mutants, Marcellus, what do you got? Uh
0: I'm going to give this a 2.5 out of 5. It would be probably a 2, but uh Colt 45 pointed out some really interesting interesting things about it that made made it make more sense to me. So uh they actually bumped it up to a 2.5 out of 5.
2: All right, Aubrey, how about you?
1: I'm going to give it a uh Two strictly because I really enjoyed magic and I hope that they make a magic movie. That's about it.
2: Well, they're not gonna, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm also I'm gonna go a one and a half, and it's legitimately one and a half stars strictly for magic in the movie. Otherwise this would probably be a zero because it's so boring and stupid. Maisie Williams' worst fucking accent in history. Like, get out of here. This fucking shit's whack. Um so yeah, for me, one and a half out of five, just not really feeling it at all. So that's New Mutants from uh Disney slash Fox slash Marvel. Uh it's on demand and at Redbox right now. If you want to check it out, let us know what you thought. So we're gonna wrap it up before we tap it up. I'm gonna put you guys on the spot this week. No recommendations. I just want to know what your favorite Christmas song is, Aubrey.
1: Fuck, I don't know. Uh um, Rudolph.
2: The Red wow. reindeer right there. I'm really enthusiastic that one
1: there. I'm not a big like Christmas song person, so it's
2: tough. Okay, all right. Uh Marcellus, how about you? That's a very
0: easy question. Christmas and Hollis yeah. <laughs> by Run-DMC. Best Christmas song ever made. All
2: right. All right. Well, uh, normally I would say probably uh, Oy to the World by the Vandals uh, or the uh, business covering Step Into Christmas. Those are my two favorite uh, Christmas songs. So check those out if you're out there and you haven't. And also don't forget to check out SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts. We will be there check out our youtube channel go to youtube search so wizard podcast you'll find hours of exclusive content on there adams just dropping interviews like crazy um, a couple with the cast of parallel which is which are fucking actual like real actors that have been in things that you know <laughs> so it's it's like wow okay uh, we just did one with uh Mark Pellegrino, who was in Lost and Supernatural, and about his anti-bullying initiative he's starting. So that's a really cool one too. There's some unboxings and other stuff on there, so check it out on YouTube. <sighs> Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so is podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. We've added early access to YouTube videos as well as the regular podcast you get. And starting next year will be a video podcast with me and Adam talking about Star Wars monthly for our Patreon. So jump on board and support the show don't forget our t public page where you can get tons of merchandise and it's all going to support us masks notebooks mugs t-shirts sweatshirts it's all there the links on our website so check it out so that is going to do it for this week on so wizard podcast next week it's going to be our wrap-up of the mandalorian season two we're going to go through the whole season and do it up for you guys and tell you what we thought probably not too hard to figure out what we thought about it, but, you know, reach out with a force like Grogu and see what you think. <laughs> so that's going to do it. For episode 332. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
1: Grogu. Grogu.
2: And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan.
0: You know, in an alternate universe, this is actually episode 193, where we reviewed a New Mutants the day it actually came comes out the week it comes out
2: so everybody uh Did you actually figure that number out yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> everybody have a good week uh wakanda forever
2: all right guys next week mandalorian season two review coming at you thanks so much for listening and we'll see you soon good journey